0: hello you guys welcome to girl let's grow i'm your host michelle Carrillo, and today we are going to be talking about how heartbreak changed my perspective and what it even taught me so in this podcast we're going to be talking about three main topics that i really really want to touch on with you guys number one what i just said which is how heartbreak even changed my perspective on love number two the mindset shifts that i had to have to be able to really find love and number 3 the lessons that i had to go through that i genuinely feel like god had to teach me so i could learn about myself and so i could grow into who i was meant to become um so just to get into the first topic which is how heartbreak changed my perspective on love i'm going to go ahead and give you guys a little backstory as to my experience with heartbreak um so you can kind of see where i'm coming from but I was in a relationship for about three years um, when I was younger, probably like five years ago. And that was like a really good relationship. Um, I still care for the person, but obviously it didn't work out. And then I was single for a while and then I dated someone else and then um, I got heartbroken again. And in the span of those two heartbreaks, I felt like I was so lost, I was so confused because... I've always been the type of person where like, when I love, I love so hard. When I care, I care so hard. And like, when I'm down for someone, like I'm fucking loyal, like I'm loyal to you. And when both of those relationships didn't work out, I remember just like, I would cry myself to sleep like so much. And I would just be like, God, like, why isn't this working out? Like, why isn't this meant to happen? Like, I just really wanted this relationship to work out. And I found myself so lost and so confused and so like heartbroken in life because I was like, I'm doing what I can and it's not good enough. I feel like I'm not good enough. And so I remember just going through phases of like, losing myself and losing my self-worth and just feeling like I didn't matter, feeling like I was unworthy and feeling like I was like, like God didn't care basically. Um, and so that was one of the biggest like mental blocks that I had around heartbreak is that I genuinely had this like disconnect where I felt like, if me it, I just felt like I wasn't lovable. And that's honestly what heartbreak made me feel like. Um, it, it made me feel alone and it made me feel like I wasn't lovable. And so one of the one of the first biggest perspective shifts that I ever had to have was after my um my second heartbreak, I remember crying myself to sleep for like months, like literally months. Like I had to pee up, pee every single few hours because I was so anxious. And then I just realized like, you know what? I feel so lonely and I feel so heartbroken and I feel so unlovable because this person left me. But if I thought about it deeper, I was like, what am I even like? Like how, like, you know, at the end of the day, we were born alone and we're going to die alone. And I don't need this person to survive. I don't need this person to love me so that I can love myself. And so the first perspective shift that I had to have on love is that, you have to love yourself before you can ever love somebody else. And going through that heartbreak made me realize that the reason that the relationships didn't work out was because I didn't love myself. I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't putting myself first. And so after I realized that, I started to really just like shift in the way that I would talk to myself, try to put myself in positions to just like show more love to myself. I don't know if you guys have ever thought about this analogy, but like just like you have friends that want your attention and just like when you're with a person like and they want your attention and you go and you nurture the relationship and you take them out on dates and you hang out with them and you t- tell them that you love them. Just like you tell your parents that your siblings that and what, how you show your siblings you love them by hanging out with them like that is the exact same thing with yourself, with self-love. Self-love is taking care of the inner child inside of you that wants that attention, that wants that love, that wants to be heard by you. Take that bitch out on a date. Seriously. Like That was the biggest shift that I had to have in my perspective is like I can only love someone as much as I love myself. And if I don't love myself, I'm never going to actually be able to love someone in a healthy way. And so that kind of brought me to just going on a self-love journey of figuring out who I really was, what I really wanted out of life and how I really wanted to show up in life. And that did take me a while. It wasn't overnight. Like I said, I went through months of heartbreak um, for both of the relationships. I went through months of purging and like, that's okay. I had to purge that stuff out of me so that I could figure out who I really was under all of the trauma, under all of the fights, under all of the boundaries that weren't set under all of like the the, everything I had to like, go dig deep and purge that out. And then go find myself. Because if I didn't find myself, I was going to be stuck in the exact same place for a long time. The next thing that I kind of wanted to get into is just like the mindset shifts that I had to have. Like I said, the first thing under that would just be, you know, I needed to go on a self love journey to figure out who I really am. Um, And by doing this, I honestly started to kind of like, walk in my purpose i started to talk to people the way that like i i am you know what i mean like when you date some people sometimes it sometimes it doesn't click like you have different goals than someone else or you both have different perspectives and just by working on myself and going on that journey i was able to literally just like walk in my purpose and talk to people in my purpose and it's like if we don't align then we don't align but if we do align then we do align. Um, this also allowed me to just figure out like, what do I really want from a partner? And I think that because I went on a growth journey and I started to just focus on myself, focus on my goals, focus on what I really wanted to do in my life. I started to understand what I really wanted from a partner and during this time of my heartbreak. Like I said, I went on a self-love journey. I went on a self-growth journey. I went on a bit bu- building my business journey. And I realized I am so passionate about growth. I am so passionate about like living to my full potential. I'm so passionate about traveling. I'm so passionate about, you know, not living an average lifestyle. I'm so passionate about quantum leaping my life. I'm so passionate about dreaming big. And that taught me that's what I wanted from a partner, because those were my goals. And I wanted someone that had similar goals as me. And that's how I was able to really figure out, okay, what kind of partner do I want? What am I looking for in a guy like I I'm looking for a guy that wants to dream big. I'm looking for a guy that's willing to hustle. I'm looking for a guy that wants to move across the country with me that wants to travel the world with me. I'm looking for a guy that, you know, is going to love me regardless is going to be there for me regardless. And that was, you know, we'll get into that. But like, i had to get clear on what i was actually looking for but also i had to walk in that because it's like you can't you can't want from a partner what you're not willing to give you can't want a partner that lets you go out with your friends if you don't even let him or her go out with their friends you know what i mean like that's the type of that it's a mutual beneficial relationship and as you go on a growth journey you start to realize that like this is a mutual beneficial relationship so the way that you treat yourself and the way that you treat your partner is how they're going to treat you as well the boundaries that we set from the beginning are usually the way that people treat us and it it comes to a point where it's like if you don't like something we have to stand up for ourselves from the beginning because we saw how our last relationship ended and be able to say something that way, it doesn't happen again. I noticed that in my past relationships, I would find myself like letting red flags go over and over and over again and having the same fights over and over and over again and allowing the fights to continue because I would allow the same actions to happen every single time and I would never like say, like, I don't like this. Like, I'm literally leaving if you do this again. Um, and that's when I, I kind of just learned that like to have to have a relationship that I want after these heartbreaks, like I have to have a mindset shift of like, I'm not gonna give someone five million chances. I'm gonna tell you one time, and if you don't fix it, that's an issue for you because I'm leaving, you know? And I mean, that's how I, I am with my partner now. Like we don't even have fights because we set our boundaries from the beginning and we said exactly what we wanted and exactly what was not going to happen. I remember in one of my past relationships, um, I wasn't allowed to hang out with friends. I honestly wasn't allowed to really wear crop tops. Um, I wasn't allowed to do a lot of things that made me feel like a powerful woman. And I didn't even realize like that was so toxic until I left. And so moving forward after the relationship, like I knew in my heart, I would never let someone tell me what I could and could not wear, who I could and could not hang out with. And so my partner that I'm with now, which we've been together for damn near two years um, from the beginning, you know, he didn't care about what I wore or who I hung out with. But I also let him know no person is ever going to tell me what I can wear, what I can't wear, who I can talk to, how I can think, what my routine is going to look like. And that's that's why we don't have issues like that, because I set the boundary in the very beginning. Um, Another example is, you know, I'm not going to put up with you talking to other girls like that's not something that I'm going to put up with. That's a boundary that I set in the beginning. Another boundary that I set in the beginning is I'm not going to go through your phone, but you're also not going to go through my phone because there's a level of trust and loyalty that goes into that. And that is why I don't want to go through your phone because I trust you. And I know that you're not going to do some dumb shit. And that is a boundary that me and my boyfriend set from the very beginning. And we're so loyal to each other because we set the boundaries and we were crystal clear. Like if someone has a problem with you setting boundaries, which we can talk about in another podcast, that's a them problem. That's not a you problem. And the last thing under the mindset shift that I really had to have is understanding that my viewpoint on men had to change. I found like, I just found myself talking so negatively about men. Like when I was in my three-year relationship and when I was in that other relationship for a few months and the gap from both of those, like I was constantly talking bad about men. And I mean, if you're, a, if you're interested in girls, this could be the same exact thing, like talking bad about girls, but it's like, if you're constantly talking bad about the person that you're wanting to attract, like you're not going to attract them. The universe gives you what you most think about, what you most like feel And if you're always talking about guys that you don't like, you're always talking about, like, for example, me, I used to be like, I can't stand that guys only use me because I'm pretty. I can't stand that guys talk to me like I'm dumb. I can't stand that, like, guys don't take me serious. I can't stand that, like, guys don't see me as wifey material like why can't I ever get a loyal guy you know why are all men mean why do all guys only care about themselves like every time I hype up a guy he leaves like those are the type of things that I would literally say out loud in my head to friends casually like when talking to guys I'd be like you ain't shit like those are the types of things that I would say those are the exact exact type of guys that I would attract into my life and like I'm just saying this because I care about you. But if you talk about partners like that, you're going to attract that. So the biggest shift that I had to go through when I was you know, going through my healing journey after the heartbreaks is like, I have to love myself, but I have to detach men and hating them and feeling like they're always going to break my heart. I have to detach those two topics because they're completely different topics. Two guys should not be my definition of the whole male population. Two girls should not be your definition of the whole woman population, right? And once you change your viewpoint and you realize like, okay, there are great guys out there. there. There are great girls out there. Like your fucking life is going to change drastically. And when I made that shift and I consciously made an effort to, if I ever did say something negative, catch myself and not say it again, or like, say like, this is not good. Like you need to not say this anymore. I started to really gain a respect for guys. I started to really understand that like, there were guys out there that were so hardworking, that were into personal growth, that were into manifestation, that were into making money, that were into traveling and that's how i attracted my my man like literally because of that because i was exactly doing that i was talking good about men and i was working on myself and i knew what i wanted and i knew my boundaries And I, and I knew exactly who I was trying to attract because of my verbiage and how I would talk about men. So just to go into my last topic, which is the lessons that God taught me through this. And I want to say, God, you guys might believe in your own, um, you know, whatever you believe in, but I want to say God, because I want to start giving credit to God because, at the end of the day, I do feel like he's been with me through everything. And, you know, at the beginning, it never feels like it's going to work out. It never feels like life is on your side. Like it feels like the world is against you. It feels like you're carrying the world on your shoulders. And I understand you. And I hear you because when I tell you, I would cry myself to sleep for months, like I would cry myself to sleep for months. Like I was so, so, so hurt and heartbroken by the relationships and and I didn't understand I didn't understand why why the world would do this to me why god would do this and I felt so alone and so unheard and that's why I'm sharing this because I think that there's some of you guys out there right now that are feeling extremely heartbroken and lost and you you wonder why you know you don't have a man on valentine's day but like it's okay like everything is supposed to work out exactly how it's supposed to work out and so the first thing that I want to remind you is that if you can survive a heartbreak, you are strong as fuck. You know how hard a heartbreak is on your heart? That goes to your heart. That goes to your feelings. That goes to your emotions, the way that you perceive life. If you can survive that heartbreak, you are so strong. Number two, you need to love your inner child first before you can love anybody else. You need to love yourself and you need to go through something like that maybe to figure out what's missing in your life, whether it's loving on yourself, whether it's, you know, independency, whether it's you settled for less, like that heartbreak is supposed to teach you something. So taking it as a, as a lesson, instead of just a bad memory is going to allow you to really reap the repercussions of it so that you can do better in your next relationship. So you could do better in life in general. Um, the third thing that I learned, Was that I was settling for less, and I secretly knew inside of my heart that I deserved more in life. I deserved more from a partner. I deserved a partner that bought me flowers without me having to ask. I deserved a partner that, you know, told me I was pretty and didn't get insecure when other people called me pretty. I deserved a partner that, you know, wanted to see me happy. I deserved a partner that respected my boundaries. I deserved a partner that wanted me to dress however the fuck I wanted to dress. Like, I deserved more. I deserved a partner that wanted to achieve goals as big as mine. And it's like I never understood that and I could never grasp it. When I was in eighth grade in high school, like I just wanted someone to like love on me. Like I just craved love, but I never thought about like, what do I actually want? Like in like in hindsight, like what do we want? What do you want out of a partner? Because if your exes didn't fulfill that to the core, I'm telling you that someone else can do that for you, but you have to do that for yourself first. And that's why the partner that I have, I'm so happy with and I'm so like, I'm like obsessed with him, but it's because I knew that I deserved more. So I had to give myself more before someone else tried to give me more. I had to love on myself more than anyone else ever had. So someone else could come and match my energy. Cause it's like, if you're expecting for a guy to come into your life and just love on you and you're only loving yourself 20% and you want them to love you 80%, let me just tell you that if you're only loving on yourself 20% of what you could love yourself, that guy's not going to do the 80%. He's going to match you. He's going to do 20%. He's only going to love you 20% because you only love yourself 20%. That's what he sees. So that's what he does. And that's why I try to love on myself 100%. Even if I just feel so shitty, even if I'm bawling my eyes out and I feel like I hit a low, which we've been in a relationship for two years, I do feel like I've hit lows with myself, but I have to nurture myself and tell myself that I still love myself. I'm still proud of myself and I'm still going to make it out of it strong because that to me in that moment is my 100% whatever 100% means to you, but you need to treat it like it's 100% because then someone else is going to be able to come in and also match that. But it does start with you. The next thing is, um, I had to work on myself, but I had to work on myself because I knew that I was going to attract someone that was exactly like me into my life. And the last thing is, that I want to remind you is things are meant to happen exactly how they're meant to happen. And you cannot fuck anything up. I'm going to say that again. You cannot fuck anything up because everything is already meant to happen the way that it's meant to happen. You're meant to learn the lessons that you're meant to learn. And I promise you that it will be okay. As long as you remember that things happen for a reason. And while we can't see the bigger picture yet, there is a bigger picture because I used to cry in my bed and wonder why God or the universe let me be heartbroken and let me stay hurt and upset for so long. And I didn't understand why I was incapable of love. I literally remember sitting, like laying in my bed and, like, with tears in my eyes, like just wanting someone, just wanting to be in someone's arms, just wanting to feel that love. And I couldn't understand why so many people just had love and I didn't have love and I didn't, I didn't understand the bigger picture and you're not going to sometimes. And now that I'm with like my dream person and he cuddles me and he nurtures me and he plays with my hair and he buys me flowers and he helps me level up in my business and he buys for me and he supports my business and his family's amazing. Like now that I've been in that relationship, like, I look up and I talk to God, and I'm like, You literally did this for the bigger picture, for the bigger purpose in my life. Like, I was so mad at you <laughs> for so long. And, like, all the lessons that I learned from it and the person I became through it allowed me to attract my dream person. And you brought me my dream person because you were waiting for me to be ready. You were waiting for me to be ready to receive the best love I've ever received in my life. But I had to learn to love myself first before I could ever let someone else love me the way that I knew that I should have been loved because I had to love myself the way that I knew I should have been loved before someone else could have loved me the way that I knew they should have loved me. And I had to love myself enough to be able to love someone else too on top of that. So... I hope you guys found this podcast helpful Um, for the first podcast. I think this was a really good topic. I would love to talk more with you guys about relationships, love, self-love, boundaries, anything. Um, Let me know what you guys want to hear next week. And I'm so excited to be doing this journey with you guys. I think that this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing right now this is so me. And I love, 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 love giving you guys advice. And hopefully some of you guys found this helpful. All right, you guys. So that was the end of Girl, Let's grow podcast number one, um, which is what heartbreak taught me. If you found this valuable, please, please, please um, leave me a really good review on what your thoughts were, what you learned from it, whatever. If you want to share this with a friend who may be going through a heartbreak or a hard time, um, definitely share with them. You guys can also find me on Instagram at TikTok at Michelle C.co if you want to tag me. Um, And you can also find my growth, my... Girl Let's Grow podcast, which is also focused around growth on Instagram at Girl Let's Grow. So I'm super, super excited. I literally can't talk because I've been talking my mouth off for like the last 20 minutes. Um, but I love you guys and I'm so, so, so proud of you guys. And you guys are some strong as bitches. I'm just going to say it. You guys are strong as hell. So I will see you guys next week. Bye.